I'm not sure if everyone else is excited about this episode as I am. I am ecstatic to be able to do a top 20 of all time superstar list. One, I'm excited because there are some omissions on my list that I know I'm going to get blamed for, but I, I don't care. It's my list. You can't tell me, right? It's kind of like shut the fuck up. It's the rock type thing. The other part of it is I know for a fact Rhodesia forgot some people on her list. And I can't wait to find out how many times E is going to have the same people on his list multiple times because he's that big of a fan of them. So this is about to probably hopefully go off the rails really, really quick. And I'm here for it. Welcome to the TFW podcast. That's freaking wrestling. I am your host, Matt, joined by my co-host Rhodesia and Eshan. And this show is inspired from a question we asked a few weeks ago on if Sting was a top 20 superstar of all time. Got some yeses, got some noes, did a Twitter poll. Follow us on Twitter if you are not. That's FNW. And it was yes. The poll said yes. He is a top 20 superstar of all time. Now it's time. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to get to our top 20. Ishan, you ready? I'm ready. Rhodesia, are you ready? I stay ready. So then we are going to do our 11 through 20 first. And we'll give it all to you at the same time. Okay, we'll give our discourse afterwards. And then we are going to do our top 10 together. So it should be a fantastic show. If you are listening, if you are watching, please give us your top 20 of all time. Remember, this is your top 20. Nobody can tell you you're wrong. If you want to have Bastion Booger in your top five, because you ain't never seen a big man move like that and look like that. You put Bash and Booger in your top five. We're not going to make fun. Actually, we wouldn't make fun of you. But it'd be good. Okay? It'd be real good. Rhodesia, you can lead us off. Ishan took the flip of the coin. He said ladies first. He decided to defer to the second half. Rhodesia. Yeah. What is your 11 through 20 top superstars of all the time? You say you want this to fall off the hinges already. I'm going to start because I have an honorable mention already at my number 21 spot. I have Victor from the Ascension, number 21. Oh, this is already bad. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a terrible oh, list yes. already. Yo, let's go, baby. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about. Horrible. <laughs> Give a little bit of backstory, Rhodesia, why Victor is that close to your heart. I don't know. I, I think we're just like this. He, he might have been like a soulmate of mine in the past lifetime or something. But when the Ascension first came out, first off, I saw them every single WrestleMania access five times in one day. And that's why. And that's it was them. only him. It was it only was him, him at the time. It wasn't at the, beginning. the Ascension. Yep. It was just Victor. And he came out with this look. And it probably is probably reminiscent to maybe what y'all saw, like with the Legion of Doom. I don't even know the name of the group. But kind of like this guy with a face paint, kind of like a warrior. I had never quite seen that in wrestling. Um, as far as my fandom. So when I saw this, this guy come out again, five matches in the access access is only two hours. How he get five matches already point is I digress again. He's my number 21. It had been disrespectful to put him in my 20, but I could not let this show go on without me saying Victor of the Ascension was my number 21. So 20, I have Randy Orton. 19. I have John Moxley. Dean Ambrose. I'm got number 18 as the Miz. 
Wow. Number 17, I have as Beth Phoenix. Number 16, I have Ray Miserio. Mm, okay. Number 15, I have Bianca Belair. 14, okay. I have Seth Freakin' Rollins. 13, I have Kenny Omega. 12, I have Chris Jericho. Wow. Look at and that. Then, and number 11, I have Charlotte. And my All list right. here from my 20 to 11, um, I had to really, Miz, really think about it. Because I think this guy was more important to me than my top 10, just as far as how I felt about them, what they meant to me throughout my whole fandom. Ishan, where would you put Miz at? On my list or in yep. no. the history? No, on your personal list. I don't care if you say top 50, top 100, top 200. Where does Miz fall? on your list. I really respect Miz's career and I really liked his uh he had a hot run when he had to, when he first won the world championship. Like that ascension mm-hmm. up until that point, his mic work up until that point was really good. For a couple years what what was what, what year was that? Was that a uh, that was Mania, like 12, he main evented uh Atlanta. So that was 28. So what was what was Mania 28? Oh, you mean the year? Yeah, Miss Google. Well, whatever you said, Mania twenty. It's Mania twenty eight. That's what it is. Mania twenty eight. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he had a really hot run up until that point, Um, and he's done a lot over his career to make himself a a good heel. But for Mm -hmm. me personally, I will probably. I mean, you know, he could probably be in my top. 30, 35, maybe? Wow. Okay. So you guys got him higher than me. I would say he's probably in the top 50 for me. Um, okay, so anybody so, you know, else so on that list, Rhodesia, e, do you want to ask about? Rhodesia, you know, sent us our, uh, the list so we can make sure we have it in front of us, and she had to put, you could have left off 21. Because I have my own story. Listen, of that's, that's so, how it copy and pasted on on there. So there you go. Oh, you couldn't believe it that way. <laughs> no, I have my own story of victory and the ascension. So if anybody's ever been Don't to WrestleMania assess, they know how that. the rat race is, Don't do that. and you can be in those lines for hours and not even meet the person you got in the line for. And that's what happened to me. I got. I'm, I'm in this line for two and a half hours, whatever it was. I got to. I'm like the next person. And I'm in like the person I got in line for, I just missed him. Like, dang, I can't remember. I don't remember who it was. But I'm like, in my mind, I go, okay, let me go ahead and get anybody's autograph and hop in the next line as long as it's not an ascension. I said this verbatim in my mind. Let me get anybody's autograph real quick as long as it's not the ascension. I think I was like the third person in line. All of a sudden, here comes Connor and Victor. Showing yes. his big asses to the table, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" So here's the thing, guys. Like, and this is this is a straight shoot. I'm so dead serious. I contemplating leaving the line. I'm like, I'm like number two. Like, I, I contemplated leaving the line. However, I'm a nice guy. I'm a generally nice guy. I I didn't want to disrespect them by leaving the line because they sat down, but. Deep in my heart, if I had the if I had the Vince McMahon boss, I would have got out and walked out. Because here's the thing: 
I walked up there so begrudgingly. <laughs> begrudgingly. Because I don't say anything to people in general, like, because I'm just i just a shy guy. But I kind of, I think I hate it. Say, hey, how'd you going? I, and I think I went. That's how much oh, I just like that tag team. You know, Victor? Eat, eat you know what I told Victor? He threw his stuff down and said, fuck this, man. He was like, Jay-Z, after what more can I say? <laughs> And I had the complete opposite. Matt knows. That is hilarious. Matt knows what I said to Victor. What I say to Victor, Matt? Uh, I don't. I can't remember. I love I you. I don't know. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Yep. No, I did. I, I clowned you for you. Yeah. That's yeah, right. I love you. I did. I mean, you, you I'm actually. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna put that picture on the social. On the socials. I'm gonna put that on the socials. Good for you. Learn how to yeah. talk, though. Um. <laughs> so my baby is such a modern day WWE and. AWNJPW. Look at her list. You have, but you, but think, you say I think, modern. I think the one, I, I think besides twenty five years. Besides this is still Miz, years. Though, then there's no way. Uh, I'm just okay. We we can have like the there's no way of who. Well, no, no, but who? No, no. I'd like to know who on this list because I sent you my top eleven to twenty. Mm-hmm. Which one on there would you say that made me a modern baby that should not? No, does that mean no? I mean you are you are my modern baby. Look look at your list though. Yeah, no, but tell me. I like I like to see who you would take out out of your top twenty. So for the last twenty five no, no, years that I've been we'll watching, we'll just look and see what your top ten looks Victor. like. If your top yeah. ten looks like the he's, current he's WrestleMania card, twenty one. If your top ten looks like the rest, current WrestleMania card, we're gonna have a problem. WrestleMania card. Oh shit! <laughs> it's like you ain't got nobody. Oh look, you like. Oh, let me switch that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do, and that's that's it. That you got the okay. Let's go. All right. For, before we move on, eat anybody from Rodriguez's list. That you're looking and you're just like, man, really? Or you thought maybe it would even be higher? No, I mean, you know, they're all, you know, top talent, you know, in that list that she has there. Um, it's just great that, you know, Ray Mysterio is still high up there. I would say that's probably more of a, you know, his uh, 2000 run. Mm-hmm. Like how he's been trading in the past, what, five or six mm-hmm. years? Because outside of this, this latest run has been probably one of Ray's better runs mm-hmm. as far as them putting um like emphasis on the character. He, you know, when Vince brought him back a couple years ago, he was just kind of there just to kind of lose everybody, right? Um, so definitely, uh, I think it's a good list. You know, everyone, the only, it's just I don't know how Victor comes after Randy Orton, but. <laughs> You know, well, because he's after. That's why he's number 21. Yeah. He's not. It'd be different if she had Orton at 21 and had Victor at 20. Yeah. There should be like four more ones after that 21. <laughs> on not to list. me, though. Not to me. Victor. Yeah. And I, and I even love Khan now because he's the closest thing to Victor <laughs> that I know. Oh, God. Khan. <laughs> That's what, what he goes like, by. No, it's. it's I think it's like all right, no, it's Con. Right. Connor right. goes you're by right. Con. You're Thank you. Right. Please, right. when it comes to this, like, don't, don't do tell that. me about no. <laughs> don't tell me. That's like you talk <laughs> about them. I talk about the damn Steiners or something. Like, <laughs> what are we doing mm-hmm. right now? All right, you on deck, man. What you, what you got? <laughs> all right, so I got a controversial. Uh oh, number twenty. Uh oh, he's starting off already. He already started off with the big words. My 11 through 20. My number 20 pick is Hulk Hogan. And, you know, the reason mm. why he's as far down the list as he mm. is is because of the man who plays the character. But the actual character 
you know, it's true. That's this. That's why it was betrayal. That's why it was betrayal for me because you know I was a big Hulk Hogan fan as a kid. Um, which a lot of you know, if you grew up in the late eighties and in the nineties, you know, Hulk Hogan was a big part of your childhood. That's why the betrayal that this man has done to the black community was is, is just tremendous. But as I said on the podcast, it's Hulk Hogan the character, not the man. But the man who played him drug him down to number twenty. Had he had that not have happened, he'd probably been in maybe my top five somewhere. But number 20 goes to Hulk Hogan, especially a place in my childhood. Uh, number 19 is Rick Martell. A huge Rick Martell fan um, growing up. I absolutely loved him. I saw first, first, the funny thing is, is that when I was a kid, and this is where I felt like uh, our children, my children, you know, as you guys saw, Little Matt isn't so little. He's like seven five. But like my children, they're deprived of Toys R Us. Like I used to spend hours in Toys R Us. If some of you guys are too young to remember Toys R Us, look it up. It was phenomenal. Toys, they, like if you're a, a a boy or even a girl, they had just rows of toys. You can spend a whole day going through toys. And I remember I saw these AEW. I'm sorry, not AEW. AWA wrestling toys, and they had a, a toy of Rick Martell, and I thought this character was so mm. cool. I looked him up, started reading the magazines, got really into him. Um, my number 18 pick is Swerve Scott. A little recency bias, but again, as I, as I said, um, when I pretend to be a wrestler on the video games, and when I was a kid, Swerve is actually the kind of the character I kind of created. So he's like that character, you know, in real life. Love it. And my number 17 pick is Sting! <laughs> so Sting did make it. <laughs> love Sting again, big Sting guy. Back in early NWA and WCW, I love the Crow Sting. Um, I actually was more a fan of his work in the '90s, more so than any other period. Um, but that was a, a great period for me. Next is Can You Dig It, Sucker? <laughs> Booker T. I told, I asked Booker T at the time, I said, hey, Booker, you got to be the greatest African-American wrestler of all time. What did he say? And he said he doesn't see himself as a wrestler, or as a black wrestler. He sees himself as a wrestler. And I get it. I understand. Because he um, is, is a wrestler who makes, he resonates with any race, any crowd, and that's amazing. Booker Book T said, if you man. don't get your black N-A-A-C-P <laughs> one to make me something I'm not self up out of here. Mm. He said, man, I'm just a wrestler that is black. I ain't no black wrestler. Yeah, we spent about 20 minutes in line talking about it, man. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good day. <laughs> My uh, next 15. I don't even know Rodney King. Oh. <laughs> you guys may not know this guy, but the gentleman, Chris Adams. Big Chris, Chris Adams. Adams in your top 20. Wow. Chris Adams. Wow. Chris Adams. Gentleman, Chris Adams. Wow. He was the first person I saw do the super kick. And I thought that was the coolest finisher in the entire world. Like his super kick, like when I saw it, I, I think I was watching World Class Championship Wrestling. I just thought that was um, crazy. Wow. I just, I just loved that move. Big Chris Adams fan. Um, he had the the black tights, 
the black knee pads, the white boots. I thought he looked cool too. Huge Chris Adams fan back in the day. Number 14, Bianca Belair. One of my favorite female wrestlers ever. Um, and her career is still going, so she might make mm. it up further up that list. At number 13, Lex Luger. Man, I was a big Lex Luger mark back in the day. I thought he looked cool, man. Mountain of muscles, had the blonde hair. Again, I love the, the black tights and the white boot thing back in the day. I thought that was just like the look. I actually, back in the day, I used to draw my character. I had on black tights. I couldn't do the draws. Black tights, and I had white <laughs> boots. So, um, again, Lex Luger, Chris Adams, like, uh, um, inspired my character. Next on my list is Christian. Christian or Christian Cage. I loved his uh um the what was it? Uh the peeps the peep show Christian. Okay, the Captain Charisma cap, uh, version. He did that for a few years, took it to TNA, then also his current run just cemented him in my top 20. And then number 11. What a rush, guys. The Road Warriors. I know we say wrestlers, but I'm put I'll put tag teams. I'll use them as acts. They are number eleven on my list because I can't I, I can't put them at, you know, Hawk and, and Animal separate. I gotta put them together. They were amazing team back in the uh late eighties, early nineties in WC. They just looked cool. They wrestled cool. They were just those guys back in the day. That's my top that's my first half of my top twenty. You so said rush twenty. I'm like, Leo Rush, what? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. My mind went somewhere else there. Go ahead and copy that and copy and paste that thing in the chat. All right. So, Rhodesia, what you got? No, you got to do your 20 to 11. No, I'm talking about from E's list. I was pulling up some of the people up. The one guy, Chris Adam, had a really big smile. He passed away in 01. I started watching wrestling just a couple years before that, so I know nothing about him. Um, That's cool. Christian, he's on the list, though. That's cool yeah. that like your favorite move is a super kick and you remember kind of the yeah. first time you saw that. Like that that's that's cool. I would have no way in the world would I have said his name would have been brought up on this episode. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? And, and, and pause for one second on on Chris Adams. This is one of the things about not knowing about your heroes. Because mm-hmm. I heard later on that he was a piece of crap. Mm, oh, not you know, yeah. but I, I never knew these things because, you know, back in the day, we didn't have Internet and all these you know, I wasn't really into the dirt sheets as a kid. I had no idea something even existed. Right. So I never knew about the stories. So I never knew um, that he was a dirt bag. But um, mm. that's, I, I, and actually, I stayed away from those stories. I don't really want to know, to be honest with you. That's the case, yeah. then Hogan should have been higher than 20. Uh, yeah, he said that, though, kind of. He said the only reason why he was all the way at 20 was because of what he's done. Well, you know, I knew about Hogan. I don't specifically <laughs> know what Chris did. <laughs> I'm but you don't know about Hogan. Back. You know about Terry Bollea. You don't know anything about Hulk Hogan. I don't know. All yeah, you know about yeah, Hogan know is that. he takes his vitamins, says his prayers, and trains. And I guess the only other thing about his list, and again, I'm not going to hate on it because, again, it's how, how the person makes you feel. And that speaks volumes. It doesn't have to be how many years a person's doing it. And you even called it that it was recency biased. Um, but to have Swerve, because this version <laughs> of Swerve, I like. Without a doubt, he said, "Look, I've seen enough." He said, "Swerve the goat from this last year. He's the best of all time." I got him on my top twenty list from doing the dance. So, and you be doing the dance every Wednesday night? Is that what it is? 
Hey, you look, it, you look, you let me, let me say something. Put that let me say out. something. My wrestling character has been around for 30 years. So for me, my wrestling character should be on that list too. I must say, so you just threw off your number one. You just yeah. threw yeah. off your number one. That's who Swerve yeah. is. He was like, yeah. number hey, one. Hey, I've won from no mercy in every promotion. Sean. From SmackDown versus Raw. In every promotion. Yeah. From two well, he can, my, mine still will be him. My creative character is still beat him. So you, your guys' lists have one thing in common with my list. Bianca Belair? And that is neither one of you. Oh, no. Um, Rhodesia, one of your people I have in my top 20. Nice. Ishan, so, same thing. One of your people I have in my top 20. Let's hear your top 20. So I'm glad you threw in some cheating rules because I got two extra. Hold up, bruh. Bruh. And he did the same. I mean, he put Road Warriors at number 11, so I should be 11 and 10. So we all just broke the yep. rules. So I'm glad that I wasn't the only one. My first is the Usos. And my response is because how can I not? Mm-hmm. It's the Usos, right? I, I, mm-hmm. we, we're going to do this for tag teams too because I think this would be a lot of fun. But my Usos have to be on that list. Uh, and then the other one is Ric Flair. And it's because I have to put Ric Flair on my list. But Ric Flair is not in my top 20 of my favorites of all time. But he has to be on the list. Like, you can't do a wrestling list without Ric Flair. So there you go. So now to get to my top, to get to my 20. All right, number 20, Sasha Banks. Number 19, Jake the Snake Roberts. Number 18, Mick Foley. Number 17, Charlotte Flair. Number 16, Kurt Angle. Number 15, Shawn Michaels. And now it's hard. 14, John Cena. Everybody just gave me the finger. 13, CM Punk. Number 12, Kenny Omega. And number 11, Sid Vicious. That is my 11 through 20. All right. Copy and paste that sucker up. Master of the world. It is for me. For Sid is um, he he's my my most favorite big man of all time. Was Sid? He's the first one that I remember doing the power bomb, um, and he just all he had he had a look about him that screamed world champion, but he just liked to play softball too much. So he took every damn softball season off. It seemed like for the most part, but he absolutely should have been a top guy. He had he had everything. Um, Kenny. It's probably the newest wrestler on my entire list. But Kenny was the reason why I kind of really got into New Japan. Uh, he is, like, for me, like, must-watch. Maybe not now so much. Of course, like, I, I still get excited to see him. But uh, before, he was, like, he was, like, my guy for, like, two years. Uh, and I don't have to explain, of course, anybody else on the list. But some of those people... It was really hard, like having Sasha Banks on the list when I didn't have like flair, when I didn't have some of the people you guys have. But it's like, once again, this is I, the, how I looked at it for me was. Who have I met? Because I've really I've met everybody that I've wanted to meet, like, who have I met? And like, what, what was my fandom during like the height of their time? 
Um, so that's where I'm at. I, I got a couple of those probably in the top 10 too. Of course I gave you the finger on Cena, but in all fairness, I mean, just even how you got to your 13, 12, 11, 10 or 11, I think you probably just got them where you can get them at. So of course, of course I was bad to see him that low on the list. I'm happy to see Jake the Snake Roberts on there. I know just from me being with you for all these years, you used to tell me some of your um, favorite memories of Jake the Snake. Uh, so I'm glad to see him on that list. That snake better be devenomized. Y'all know about that. <laughs> it better, it be. better be. Let's go, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I'll, so the funny part, Cena started on my list at number four. <laughs> Cause like when I, when I did it, I just started doing the first people in my, in my head. Boom, 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 boom. He was four and he slipped mm-hmm. down to 13. Yeah. Yep. E, what'd you think? Uh, no, a good list. Good list. Um, I see. It looks like outside of, uh, Jake Roberts, you have more of your, uh, younger adult favorites in there. Don't have as many of the childhood memories as i did but maybe they're higher up yep that's coming. top 10 that's coming <laughs> yep all right so we're going number 10 so we're going to do all of our 10s together and then if there's any need for a conversation surrounding those 10 we would do that so radisha you are up again all righty so this modern baby number 10 the empress of tomorrow oscar uh that, my number that oh go ahead sorry Oh, no, Rosie Rodiza does these really long pauses. So I never know if she's going to stop talking or she has something to say. She so waited, so right? Ahead, and she, look, look, she, she waited. A long like, pause, like she was waiting she, across she the waited. street. She, Jose, she looked to her uh-huh. left. She looked to her right. Uh-huh. And as soon as he's about to start, she was like, and that. <laughs> like she didn't cut. <laughs> Hold on. Matt already called me as MJ on the Grammys. I got to let it simmer. I said, Oscar, people have to think about, whoa, that's a great choice. Oh, that's a terrible choice. I got to let that simmer for a second. And then I was going to say, she had the most impressive NXT run of anyone. Now you can go. You can't just throw that out and move on. <laughs> yeah, but she did. She was undefeated in NXT. Okay, so then, a, so then Jade has had the best run in the history of AEW. That's fine, she but, she, but she's not in my top 20. Bill yet. Goldberg not yet. had the best. He's 150 and zero or something like that. Well, right? no, remember he lost one. Or, you know, actually, oh. he lost one. He started losing them all. But oh. uh, yeah. So are we going by kayfabe? Or are you going by like, shoot, are you saying? I'm going by because she was... how I feel. No, no, no actually, heart. Rhodesia is actually correct. Because um, Asuka never lost the championship. No, she did. She vacated. But yeah, just because somebody is, has been booked to not lose, she says she had the best run. And I can she argue did. some other people had a better run. Then Oscar, I love Oscar, okay. but you, but this is you can't say just because she was undefeated. 10. This is my top 10, remember, of superstars. So my number 10 is Oscar. Nobody's arguing your number. You just said it was because she went on the best run in NXT history. You uh, said. I, I'm, I'm going to give that to you. I mean, I'm going to say it's the best. I have to look at it, but it was up there, though. I mean, she had an impressive run, and, you know, I don't think there's been anybody that's been – that's never lost on their way out the way she did. I mean, so it definitely was up a great run. It was definitely up there. It was top five, right? Would you, would everybody say yeah, top I five? mean, I would have okay. to. That's one of the oh, things yeah. to where, like, I, 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 for me, I can't go off the spot and say, hey, what was your match of the year? I would have to think about it and see what the 
the top ones are to kind of jog my memory, see if there's something else that's better. But no, I mean, that was, a, that was an impressive run. I'm not going to knock you for that. You go Undisputed Era, right? In well, top I didn't really, but I didn't like, I didn't like Adam Cole. So, so you don't like Adam Cole, but if we're just yeah. looking, I'm talking about, like I'm looking Adam at Cole. NXT runs. That's a top five run, right? In NXT history. Undisputed That's error, up there. The way they, but you know, yes. in, in thinking about it, I think I might like Oscars a little better. Okay. Uh, yeah. What about uh, Bobby Roode? You put Bobby Roode in the top five? No, no I, I would not. I, I wouldn't. And I, I like Oscars better. Would you, okay. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't put Roode over Oscar. I'm just going over like some of the big, because you got me kind of hyped talking about like the big NXT. I what actually about, like uh, Shayna's run over uh, Roode's. Okay. So I like I Shayna. Shayna had a top tier run. Because Shayna was Nakam- in there. Yeah, she was beating uh, everybody up. Sami Zayn, top Sami tier Zane. NXT run, right? Nakamura? Uh, no, not those guys. I like Oscars better than them, too. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe had a top tier NXT run. I don't really remember his he, NXT he did. run. And mm-hmm. I like Oscars better. Um, who else had a top tier? Oh, hell, we're forgetting uh, Sasha Banks. Forgetting Bailey. Bailey. Oh, man, I get, actually, if you, probably the only people who could argue would be other female wrestlers. Because you could yeah, argue but, Bailey, but Oscar was we, undefeated. I thought Bailey was gonna be the next John Cena from mm-hmm. her NXT. We run. all did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. thought she really because like out of the well, no, I, I, I liked. I would say Sasha was my number one, and then it was, mm-hmm. uh, and then it was Bailey. But I, I thought that Bailey will really become like the next John Cena, like over in, on the the main side, right? Yep. Different feel. Strange how this right. work out. Good job, but, good job, Rudisha. You got you got to talk about NXT, old black and gold. But you know, I just mentioned Sasha Banks. Number ten is my is Sasha Banks, and, and I'll tell you why. She is the first woman's wrestler that I looked at as a wrestler, and not a woman's wrestler. Like huge. At one point, Sasha Banks was my favorite wrestler in the business and part of like my uh fandom for her had nothing to do with her the way she looked or her being attractive when we thinking her cute i just strictly thought that she was a great wrestler i loved her personality mm-hmm. i loved her swag um so she was my first female wrestler i just saw as a just a wrestler you know, Booker T said, "Hey, he doesn't see himself as a as a as an African American wrestler." Well, I didn't see Sasha Banks as a female wrestler. She was just a wrestler, you know, a damn good. Hey man, that. get that black talk from out of here. Anybody <laughs> talking about that? <laughs> you know, but to your point, that's kind of for me. That was kind of like uh, Charlotte. At one point, Charlotte mm-hmm. was my favorite wrestler by far. So we got um, Oscar. We got Sasha Banks, and I am breaking up the women's number 10. At number 10, I have Razor Ramon. Not Scott Hall, but Razor Ramon. AO is which one? AO dun, is dun, who? Okay, that yeah. was him. AO. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. He also had the toothpick, right? AO. He did. Oh, oh the all Scott Hall was, was Razor Ramon without saying Razor Ramon. But oh, that's right. Because yeah. one was WWE or F, Correct. and one was got it. WCW, WCW. got it. Okay, yep. got it, got it, got it. Yep, that is my number ten, best mid card in history of the business. Mm-hmm. No arguments okay. there. Number, he was a great wrestler. Number nine. Who? Okay, before before. Okay, so now at this point, right? Let's, let's have some fun. Okay, let's have some fun. Okay. Who's got the most shocking number nine? 
yeah, I might say I have a, the second number nine. Finally, be fucking Connor, man. I'm gonna be so mad at you. I'm gonna stop the damn. <laughs> no, no, ass. listen. I told you, Victor was my guy, not Connor. Victor would have been my number nine. I'm gonna quit this whole shit. Say that, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> e is All up right. The studio. Um, I think mine's maybe the most shocking. Okay. But we'll see. All right, Rudy, who you got? <laughs> wow. Batista. <laughs> A dominant is power bombs down with evolution. I, what more can I say about this guy? Oh my god! And I love him as an actor day too, but uh, that he's not a wrestler. But love Batista number nine. See, I knew there was a shot that it wouldn't be controversial at all, or it was going to be something stupid like Connor. And Batista is not a bad pick at all. My number nine is Bret the Hitman Hart. Mm. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. It, it's I always thought Brett was a great character. I, like, I always thought he looked hmm. cool. Like, you know, it, it, it was, you were either a Brett guy or a Sean guy back in the day. Not me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't do that. Like, yeah, I was, I love wrestling. And I thought Brett was a cool character. I loved the swag. I loved the jacket. I loved everything about him. Actually, um, he actually went up higher on my list because as an older man, I've kind of grown to appreciate his style and his matches as I've seen him. Uh, I just have a different lens now, I guess. Uh, I really appreciate him a lot more as a, as a character and a wrestler. Wow. So you got Brett at number nine. Got it. Rhodesia, you have Batista at number nine. My number nine is Roman Reigns. Yours is shocking. Okay. I give you shocking. Now, why would you say that's shocking? Just because where he's at on my list. Got it. So you have so you have them higher is why you think it's shocking. I have them number one, two, three, four, and five. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's easy list for Cody. <laughs> uh, so you have them on your list somewhere. Okay. E, mm-hmm. do you think me having Roman at number nine is shocking? No. Okay. No. I didn't think it was shocking either. Um, because he almost didn't make the list. What? There is two people that's not on my list that if you're looking at like top stars of all time, they should absolutely be on the list. But I am in heavy hitter mode at this point. There is nobody that's left on my list that I could budge off of this list. And there is no way with the, I mean, I, I liked Roman when he was the big dog. I'm just like, man, when they finally let him be a little bit different, he's going to blow up. So it's not like, oh, it's only because of where he is now with the head of the table, but that absolutely cemented him for me as one of my greats. So we're at number eight. It's getting deep. Rhodesia? Uh, mine's was Triple H. Hunter Hearst Hemsley. I didn't get him when he was that, when he was in the suit and the white and all that. I didn't watch at that time, but right after that, I love him. And then when he blew his quad, Ron was at 0203 something around there, came back. Then my fandom for him just went straight through the roof. It's a good one. It's a real good one. It's a bad one for me. I think if I had a list of um, unliked wrestlers, I think he might be in my top oh. three. How about this? Not all of my creative characters, all my creative characters, all my signature moves, all my special moves, all my moves are Triple H moves. <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah. They sure were. <laughs> Uh, he, yeah, I, I was not a fan of his at all. Um, 
my number eight is Raven. Wow. Quote the Raven. Yeah. I was a man. I was just a huge Raven fan. Scott Libby fan. Really? Um, mm-hmm. He's been around forever. Um, again, another guy I saw in the magazines. I thought he looked cool. He was uh Scotty, the body, Scotty Flamingo, uh, Johnny Polo. We got to yep. WWF. Became Raven and ECW, and I thought the the Raven ECW character was just it. I thought that cool that character just was so cool. I thought the way he did the even flow DDT was kind of like Stone Cold. He'd kick him in the gut first, and then grab him and and go back. I thought he had the second best DDT after Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, I just huge Raven Mark when I was a kid. That's super cool. I forgot. So we so for him. It was more ECW work or WCW. You know, I uh, I for me it was WCW because I didn't see as much of the ECW stuff. It was hard to find, you know, back in Detroit back in the day. Um, so I got to see a lot more of him in uh, WCW, and I thought the stuff he did with the flock was just amazing. See, and I I personally enjoyed him way more in ECW because that was where I really started liking. Him and I and I saw a, a lot of his stuff, stuff with Dreamer, stuff with Sabu, um, and then like a lot of the flock stuff was still good. But I was like, man, this isn't. And of course, it wouldn't be. Like we know how crazy over the top ECW was. But I was just yeah. waiting for like, all right, this is cool, but this is kind of just like a not a knockoff, but you know, a, a more PG version. But yeah. it was still good stuff though. Yeah, I had to it, go it back to see some of that stuff on the uh, network back when it was around. I, I got because I I didn't get to see a lot of it, so. It's kind of cool to go back and see a lot of stuff. I probably mm-hmm. spent probably one day. And this is back when you know when you when you young before we had kids and stuff like that. Man, I fuck. I had so much time. Man, I literally watched probably like five hours of ECW one day, just going back watching all that old Raven stuff. And he's one where he's completely different than his character. Yeah, like, <laughs> we we talked yeah. last week about either you're really really close and just turn you turn the volume up, or you're complete opposite. He's completely the opposite. Of that Raven character. Yep. I got a guy at number eight. Um, Brock Lesnar is my number eight wrestler of all the times. I don't think I have to give a reason why. But, yep, Brock's number eight for me. Spoiler alert. Never mind. So we started number seven. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say it. Um, my number seven. This is with a heavy heart. Is Chris Benoit? He just reminded me of somebody who was like just short and just strong. His cross face was sick. I think he even beat H. It made him tap out at Mania or something like that. One of the big pay per views. I mean, he just was just the he. Every move meant something. Kind of like I talk about Brian Danielson a lot too. Like, there's no wasted moves when it comes to Benoit. And I'll just leave it at that. But he was my number seven. I'm going to decline comment. I'm my uh, number He's seven. Man. My number seven was uh, Ricky the Dragon. Hey, the Dragon. Steamboat. I figured you had him on your list. Now, I think I mentioned it in another pod, but this was my first entry into wrestling. This was the first guy that I saw wrestle that really stood out to me before Hogan. Um, you know, Brother was a was a butthole back to me with me when I was a kid. But I still looked up to him. I was trying to watch wrestling with him without watching wrestling with him. I was like in another room, like peeking through like a curtain or something like that. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was the guy that I saw. He had the karate gi. 
He looked like he did the ninja stuff. I was a huge kung fu guy as a kid. I loved those old kung fu movies, you know, where the mouth didn't didn't match the words, and I loved that stuff. So I saw him like, oh my god, who's this karate guy? So I saw Ricky Steamboat, and that's when I got hooked. I said, yo, I got to see more. So Ricky Steamboat is always gonna have a special place in my heart. Ricky the Dragon. And then they brought him back in WWF and he started like blowing fire, which was great. Yeah, he but became then, an actual dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he started losing all his matches. Yep. I hated that. Same thing with Tito. Shout out to Tito Santana. I'm sure neither one of y'all have Tito Santana in your top seven, but no. Tito Santana is definitely a legend when it came to somebody who was hot and then they just lost every single match. Hey, but you know what? If we ever do tag teams, though, the Strike Force, Tito Santana and Rick Martel, one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Mm-hmm. Of all the times. My number seven is Rhodesia's number eight, and that's Triple H. And that time period of his My Time Is Now music, when he had China with him, I was like the biggest Triple H fan in the world. And he heard his quad and came back. I remember that Monday night like it was yesterday (laughs) of them showing him, showing that little graphic and hearing that crowd explode and him coming out, getting like the biggest pop since like Austin at his like height height. And just how jacked he was. And I think he was in there with Angle. He was throwing Angle around. And I just remember, I was like, he's, he's going to tear something else. Because like, he's on steroids right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I remember that. But yes, he's absolutely a top for me. And, but it's funny because after that time period, like when he was in Evolution, I wasn't a big fan of his. Two-man power trip with him in, in Austin. I was still a big Austin fan. I enjoyed them. But his matches, I didn't really like. And then when we started getting deeper into like his run where he would come back and only work manias, you know, his, you know, 24 to 29 minute matches was just like, come on, dude, we've been sitting here now for like six hours. Like, all right, can you cut this match in half? So I can understand why somebody may not like Triple H, but when he was hot and even during the DX time, I'm like, he's, he's got to be on my list. I never liked his in-ring style. Never yeah, he, and then like like him and Rock in their IC rivalry, you know, and that was back when like whoever lost was going to now the world title. And I remember him and H in or H and Rock in New York at SummerSlam, fantastic ladder match. And I was just like, man, like these guys are just like meant to go head to head because that was when they were like feuding every few months and putting on like stellar matches. They had the um, the Iron Man match. They had, which was I think the second ever Iron Man match. If I'm not, we need to we need oh. to watch that one. That's the one we need to watch. Watching some Brett and Sean. That's a snooze fest. <laughs> anyway, number well, you you number mentioned six. my you mentioned my number six. Who? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle okay. is my number six. Mm-hmm. He took WWE by storm. Mm-hmm. Again, you talk about no wasted moves, but he brought this kind of level of um funness that's even a word he allowed you to be patriotic when it was cool to be patriotic he he made you feel like even though the bag the the powers that be is coming down on you i'm gonna not take myself too serious and i'm still going to go out here and show off in the ring kind of like what um gable does now again this is no coincidence why but angle just gave me just that feeling every time his music came on that you just felt good watching him like whether he was the gm or the assistant gm it didn't matter what character he was just every time he came out 
it made you feel good. And then who could forget the, was it the belly to belly suplex chain into the glass? Mm. That, that was sick. Probably that's probably one of my most sickest, you know, moves or scenes of any pay-per-view in my fandom. So Kurt Angle for me. So you got Shane in your top five then? I do not. He's the one that was taking those moves. I said, I said when Kurt Angle suplexed him. <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> anything about Shane other than him getting suplexed into it. But he trusted him. So even more to that point, Shane trusted Kurt Angle to do that to him. Oh, Kurt Angle. That's a good pick. I like Kurt Angle. Um, really great wrestler. Um, my number six is Roman Reigns. I had him at nine. You got him at six. Yeah, I mean, where would Rain, where would Roman have been on your list if not for this bloodline story? Say he still, say he, say he still turned heel. He still had Heyman with him, but say it was like a Brock Lesnar, CM Punk type Heyman and Roman relationship. So they're still at the top of the car, still doing great business, but it's not a, it's not what we got here. Where would Roman have been on your list? That's it's tough. Just, I mean, I, I'm still. I still was a, a fan of Roman. Um, I mean, I mean outside to, of his looks, I probably wouldn't have put him in my top 20, to be honest with you. It would purely be just because of his looks. Got it. Yeah. Mm. He's always had personality and his, his in-ring is, has always, to me, gotten better and better. Um, and we always said, I think that some of the wrestlers were saying backstage, like if they just let Joe be Joe, Mm-hmm. Like, right? I didn't really know what that meant, right? But if this is, you know, you see it now. Joe being unleashed mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, then there we go. So you made a comment when Riza gave her last one, and you she gave her reason for Angle, and you finished. You said, yeah, pretty good wrestler. Do you not have Kurt Angle on your list? Because at this point, you're running in top five territory, pal. No, he's not in there, no. Wow. So Kurt Angle did not make your list. So that's the first wow of mm-hmm. this that we know of. His angle's not on E's list. All right. Um, number six is Ultimate Warrior. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought we were still on seven. Yep. No, we, number seven was Triple H for me. Yep. Number six is Ultimate Warrior. Couldn't work, but didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> didn't matter when that music hit oh my god he came running down to the ring man sign me up especially as a kid too now i would love to know like say if i was a you know 20 30 years old watching back in the day if i still would have taken to him as much as i did but you couldn't tell me nothing about warrior and then it was him and hogan at that mania man psh, incredible stuff like i you couldn't tell me that he was a bad wrestler back in the day i just I, he did I guess he's, like, he's a powerhouse, right? Like he's a powerhouse. Okay. Like, like, yeah. I, I, I never noticed. I can't recall a, a bad Ultimate Warrior match. I guess they weren't long, but like I can't recall. I, and again, <laughs> I haven't gone back to to look at any of his matches. But yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't a thing for me. Rest in peace. Radiza can't for add sure. to it because she wasn't around. Nope. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Ultimate. Ultimate. Look, look she, she googled that too. Ult- the Ultimate Champion. No, I, I told a story on here about how I met him, right? How hurt he was about the, the DVD. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then a couple years later, he gets back cool with WWE and then passes away. It was crazy because he just looked so like off in that promo he cut on Raw. 
the night after Mania. Mm. And we were in the, we were in the building for it. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, like, okay. I thought maybe it was just the mask. Come to find out, he wanted to do the face paint, but he was sweating so bad that they couldn't do the face paint. So they, they gave God him a mask. Dog. And I guess he was like sweating like all weekend, really, really bad. Somebody said they hugged him and you could just feel like the sweat on him. Uh, mm-hmm. And I remember we were at bag check, getting our bags. And I opened up my phone and the first notification I saw was Triple H tweeting out that he died. Mm. And I was like, I couldn't even process it because it was one of those, you know, typically you hear like bad news and then you go like, what? But like, for me, it's like, this can't be right. Cause we just saw him yesterday. Yeah. Like this can't be right. And then like, it kind of hits you like, no, it's, it's, it's right. Like, wow. Yeah. But his time was up, right? Like we're all, we're all here for a time period and I guess he had his time and he made right with, with WWE and all right, you did everything you need to do. Yeah. And his his members, girls, his little girls were super sweet too. We met them a couple, a couple years later years and then later. Dana. Yeah. A few yeah. times um, after that, but yeah, but yep. He is uh number six for me. My number. We are, five. We are in the top five. We are in the top five. Really? Anybody who knows me should know who my top five is. We are in the top five. And you should know the order of my top five. All right. So let's stop right now. So this is top five without even trying to dig into the list. How many of the top five do we all have in our top five? I'm going to say. We have two in common on average. I'm going to say I have three with Rhodesia. I'm going to say I have two with E. Ooh, I might, I might have three with E. No, I have one with E and I have two with Matt. I'm going, I got uh, two with you guys. Okay. All right. Number five, Rhodesia, who you got? Lita, she's right there behind me. She's always got my back. Lita made Lita's it. a top five of all time for, for me. She was, when you say like the um, Sasha, you mentioned this mm-hmm. the first time, she's like a wrestler. Lita has always been a, a female wrestler. She was still in those matches, the bra and panty matches, but it was something different about it. She kind of identified how I did it, like a, almost a tomboy type style. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked it. And Shout out to China. She was not on my list. She's a little bit before my time. And I know China paved that way for people like Lita. And hell, every other woman wrestler out there, especially that's not super thin. Um, but Lita, to me, was everything. Her How she would come out when she got down with Jeff and Matt. Even in her little escapades with Edge. Ugh. But Lita was always my girl. I'm like, this is a badass. She, she would fight. She got in fights with guys, too. You know, she did risky moves so and she was sexy doing it so and she wasn't just completely bra and panties she was like a sexy and, and she used to wear her thongs like how we used to wear our thongs back in the day during that time frame too so Lita's my girl Lita was nice absolutely um so my four and five I've been flipping them for like the past hour and a half I keep looking at them um I actually just flipped them again so my number five is Mr. Perfect. Ooh. He is another one that I really fought with. How can I not put Perfect on my top 20 list? And I just couldn't find a spot for him. Mm-hmm. This this goes back to like uh, my, my childhood. Um, I was a huge Mr. Perfect fan. I thought he looked so cool. And so again, a lot of this goes back to me as a kid. Like the look. Mm-hmm. The look and the personality is what really drew me to a lot of these characters. I thought like the singlet thing that he had and the hair, the spitting, like the gum and how you like the towel. And then I thought the the perfect plex was such a unique 
finisher that and it's one of those moves that you people bring it out every now and then, but you don't really see that move overlooked. And I thought that perfect plex was another finisher. I thought this was amazing. Super mm-hmm. kick was number one. And then the perfect plex was the next one. I loved it. Matt, you, I know, you know, Radicia probably wasn't even around back then. She probably was still a seed in somebody's stomach. <laughs> um, but the video game, the Royal Rumble video game. Of course, man. Of man, course, I dude. I spent so much money and time playing. And the, the only buttons. person, the, the only person I played was Mr. Perfect. Hit that superplex. Oh, the perfect man. plex. Excuse me. Yep. Yep. So for me, number four, Mr. Perfect. That's actually five for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Cause you, I, you were I switching back it. and forth. Yeah, I switched yeah. it. Yep. Okay. Number five, Mr. Perfect. All right. So that's number five. And like you, I've been, I flipped four and five about six times <laughs> and I'm, I'm sticking to where it's at right now. Number five is macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. So you put Macho before Ultimate. Barely, as you can got see. Got it. Got it. Got it. Barely. <laughs> yeah. Macho Man was just the coolest. Like, the coolest. And his matches were. So we talked about just work weight, like with Warrior. Like, man, anybody thinking about that. <laughs> when Macho Man wrestled, it just felt completely different than when everybody else wrestled. Like his matches. And he had, this is when he had the Intercontinental Championship. So that started that whole lineage of that's, that's the worker's belt, et cetera, et cetera. But his, everything about him, he was just the coolest. His promos, his outfits, his in-ring work. He had Miss Elizabeth, which she was gorgeous. And you know what I mean? Like it was just, it was like a perfect presentation. And he could absolutely go in the ring. So, yep, that's my number five. All right. My number four is my tribal chief, the Roman Reigns. So he made four. So I actually had him the lowest. Well, we don't know where he has him. No, he already named him. He's my number Number, six. Oh, number six. Okay, yep. So Because I actually thought I may have been the only one that had him on the list. Mm -hmm. That's why I asked you guys if you thought it was shocking or not. Just because, like, that is very recent. But if you guys guys both had Bianca on your list, I was like, all right, well, I don't have her there yet. But I get it. And that's four, right? That's my four. Okay, my, my number four is my main man, my brother from another mother, <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Wow, not number, really? My main man, Cody. So you guys also remember, Cody Rhodes is my favorite current wrestler. Not of all time. He's my favorite current wrestler. Um, and well, I knew he wasn't number one. I, I know yeah. who your number one is. Like I know everyone, who number one is. Everyone yeah. knows my, 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 who my yeah. number one is. But uh, yeah, Cody, and, and like I say, I was a fan of Cody, much like I was a huge fan of Dolph Ziggler. Um, and maybe because I um, saw someone in Dolph Ziggler. But the difference between the two is that the WWE machine, and I feel like Dolph Ziggler let, I don't want to say kill his career. Mm-hmm. But he went from being like what, potentially one of the the next great stars to being like a loser, and I felt like he said to him he he allowed that to happen to himself, whereas a Cody Rhodes bet on himself and became bigger than I can ever imagine as being a fan. Because like there's a lot of guys that I like, like right there's a lot of guys I'm fans of, and Cody bet on himself and became one of the hottest 
acts in all of wrestling, and you gotta respect that. But my start, the start of my journey with my fandom with him, I didn't know he would be this version of Cody Rhodes. So that's why he's a little bit lower on my list. Okay, no, I mean that, that's not less still top four. Like that's yeah. that's not pretty Rushmore. good. Yep, my number four. Um, and I really like even this one. I had I was moving them around and moving them around, and I, I was like, okay. If this person wasn't around during your wrestling fandom, would a lot have changed? And the answer was absolutely. So for me, number four is Undertaker. Mm. Um, y'all know Undertaker. Yeah, I gotta break that one down. Yeah, I gotta break that one down. But yes, Taker's four for me because he couldn't crack the top three. My top three is set. Mm-hmm. So. It was really like, okay, I had, so I had them clumped. Like I had uh, Razor, Brock, Macho Man. They were kind of like all clumped in there. And then Taker was there. And I'm like, okay. But like Taker was, he, Taker is going to go down as the best character in the history of wrestling. For me. So I had to put him there. So, yep, he's number four. My number three. John Cena. Cena cracked your top three. Yep. John Cena. I had him third I had him fourteenth. You have him three. E is he even on your list? Uh he'd be in my top fifty. Okay. So he is not in your top twenty one <laughs> that you had. <laughs> um, no, he had twenty. I had twenty one, remember. Okay. <laughs> no, he no, he had uh remember he put uh the tag team. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yep, yep, yep. You put the tag team on there. All right, yeah, so you got seen in your top three. Uh mine. Number three is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Been a fan of him forever. Top three. Stunning Steve Austin. And, and, and the funny thing, uh, Rhodesia, is that uh, Chris Adams broke uh, Stone Cold into the business, trained him. Nice. Um, that was his protege. So I've been nice. a fan of his ever since then. Um, but yeah, Stone Cold is my number three. My number three is Hulk Hogan. Oh, you got him up that high, huh? Yeah. I mean, I have to. Like, we're talking about... If we're talking about for me wrestling, like you cannot not have Hogan in the top three. So yeah, I'm I'm taking Terry out the equation. I'm only looking at the guy who was on my TV on Saturdays and then four times a year on pay per view. Yeah, I mean for me, if I take out the if I take out the Terry bias, if I take out the Terry bias, he he would have been the high for me too. Yeah, I I mean that's that's one when you have to like because I I was a WWF kid. If I was a WCW kid or NWA kid, that's Flair. Flair's up there like no matter what. It's like okay. Yeah, maybe he's not the best person in, you know, in real life, which I'm not saying Flair is not, but it, that's, that's one of those where you're just like, sorry, he's got to be there. Kind of with you like Benoit. Pretty so you're like, yeah. all right, well, we were talking about wrestlers, but not talking about the person. Yeah, he's but, there. But Benoit, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he have CTE? I'm sure he did. So, again, let me just stop there. I'm just leave it there. No, I'm just leave it there. Oh, well, you trying to so, shoot him some bell? No, I'm not trying to shoot him any bell. Sheesh. This, so, no. So, this is about to turn. At least no, let us finish no, no, our, our, our list before we that. get canceled. Nope, I'm not doing that at all. You're like, did he have CTE? No, I'm not doing that at all. My number oh, two. Top two. Again, y'all already know. Top two. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. The Rock says, The Rock says, No, you're damn wrong. The Rock says, Is Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, my number two. I might have to um, somehow spice like the song in just to kind of get to go override that uh, horrible like, box or whatever it was. 
He'll know. He'll know how the music sounds. No, it sounds doesn't. just like it. Yeah. Put it right next to the real track. He was yeah. like, dang, dang she same key and everything. Like it. She sounds no, just like it. We, we, we gonna we gonna add it in. Um, you smell what the rock but, is cooking. Ha, my number. <laughs> two. He don't know about that one. He doesn't know about ha. that. <laughs> we on, we on number two, right? We on number two, right? Number yes, two, we on number two. two. My number two is also the rock. Oh, hey. let's go. So hit it, hit it. Do do do, do do do. I ain't got it. <laughs> know your role. I ain't got it. You'll know that slow one. Ha. Y'all remember that one? Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Number two, The Rock. <laughs> yeah. We all got The Rock number two. That's all. That's fantastic. They give it up for that. Let's give it up for that. Everybody got them number two. That's awesome. I had no idea that, that would have happened. I had no idea either. Um, that's, and, how, that's how important he is. And everybody know my one? The Undertaker. Ooh. So you got Greatest Taker number character one. of all times. Of, of all the all times. The, of all the times. I think we. I think everybody knows everybody's number one. Yep. Right. Like we, we, if, you've been, if, you, if you've been listening to the show yeah. at all, Prodigious, do you have Stone Cold on your list? Nope, I do not. Oh wow, she has no Austin. That that was before her time. Was it? Mm-hmm. Think about it. She I started think, watching ninety nine, late ninety nine. Yeah, he had already broke his neck and he was oh, around, he was but he wasn't. It wasn't that. But we know him for. I just know him as Whistling Austin. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, we're not. See, see, we're not. We're not doing that. We're, we're not doing that. So, uh, Eshan, of course, you got HBK, right? Yep. Shawn Michaels. Everyone knows HBK. Like the greatest wrestler of all time. I got greatest wrestler of all time. My number one is Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course. Mm-hmm. So my notable omissions were Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels. Those were the two where I'm like, I can't even be taken serious. Now, if this was a just a top 20 of all time list, like we're doing it to, you know, critiquing in-ring style, all that kind of right, stuff. Right, yes, right. Both, of, both of them would have been on there. But Absolutely. we said our top 20, mm-hmm. because it, if I had to pull somebody, right? So if there's a one person we all had to pull. Who would that be? For me, if I had to pull one person. From which list? The full 20? Or yeah, top what? 20. Yep, top 20. Um, if I had to pull one person. I would probably pull, because I'm making assumptions here, that she has a much further career to go, Bianca Belair. And I'm sorry, Sean was on my list. Sean was 15. I didn't have Brett. It's who I didn't have. So you would, I was so looking, you, at, I'm looking at your list. Yeah, but I was 15. So you you would you would scrape Bianca it makes perfect sense because I, get it. I know that she would eventually be there, mm-hmm. or Moxley, Dean Ambrose. I probably could take one of those two out too, but I just know what he did for AEW. So no, I, I would move Bianca. It was um, so like blasphemy. I think I may have to move Cena off. That is blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Who'd you, who but would you be, be placing with? I don't know. Like I'm just saying, like say if I had to, like you know, all right, look, you got to pull somebody, and then you say you got to insert. Somebody you know should be on your list that you don't have. For me, that would be maybe, like I said, a Bret Hart or a Ric Flair if I had to put somebody on there like that. And if you're like, who take off? Because I stopped wrestling. I stopped watching wrestling when Cena was on top. So he that's why he would have to go. Like I I probably went two years. But he was on top like, for ten years. Say again. But he was on top for like ten years. But he was the top guy. So if I stopped watching when he's the top guy. That says a lot to you, huh? Yeah. So I mean, his highs are highs for me, but his lows. Mm-mm. When he was just running through everybody, beating everybody, making everybody look bad. 
Like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was rough at times with Cena on top. But he's still the goat. He's one of the goats. Who'd you pull off? E? Uh, there's nobody really for me to pull off. I think everybody I have on my list are people that mean something. Meant something to me at some point because you know I guess unlike you know the 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 two of you, maybe I've never had a gap in wrestling. I've never stopped watching. I've always watched. Um, God, I, I just love it. And, you know, I've always had at one period of time, like that one guy, cause like, I, I, it's all, I'm saying they're like, they're all my, all my children. Right. In some ways they kind of are. They're like all my children. I don't have really, I love them all. I don't have like a favorite, but there are occasionally, you know, like that one that just stands out, um, in different time periods. And like a lot of these people on my list, for whatever reason, they stood out to me in that moment, right? Like a Chris Adams might not be on anybody's top 20, mm-hmm. depending on like when they started wrestling. But, you know, there was a point in time in my childhood that super kick, it meant something to me, right? And, you know, uh, Lex Luger, you know, there's something about him that really resonated with me. Ricky Steamboat, something about him really resonated. But for the most part, I like all, I like a lot of the wrestlers. And I've never, the only time I didn't really feel that way was uh, the Vince McMahon era. Right before, um, right before Roman really caught fire, I didn't have a favorite wrestler at that point. There was nobody. I think Sasha was it during that time. She was, she was my favorite because I didn't really, I wasn't into anybody else at the time. See, and I stopped watching because of who was on top. You had JBL on top on SmackDown, and yeah. I did, I didn't like him as I know he did great heel work. I, I was into JBL. it, yeah, because like the matches suck, and I was like, okay, I see what this is. They're gonna keep him on top. He's got to cheat to win. So I didn't like JBL. Um, I like his APA, but that's it. Oh, I loved him in APA. Yeah, he was incredible in APA. But when he was the the cowboy hat oh, wearing like heel coming out in the nope, I hated it. Um, I also wasn't a big fan of some of Edge's heel work too. It was just like, okay, when he got to take her in WrestleMania, I thought it was great. You know, like when um, he was with Vicky and all of them? Yeah, man, it just kind of was like, I don't know why. But yeah, that was that was the legit reason why I stopped watching. And I, I think like I was too. such a fan of like the Attitude Era that when we got to the, the Ruthless Aggression Era, and it was like not what it was used to. Because by that time, I started watching like XPW, which was extreme pro wrestling. It was like an indie that tried to be just like ECW. Um, so I was still trying to get my fix. But it just wasn't through, you know, WWE. That was fun. What uh, what else y'all? Yeah, what else y'all want to do with this list before we wrap? Oh, let's let's try to do really really quick a top ten TFW list. It don't have to be in order. It could just be our top ten. Um, can we all agree, Austin and Rocket are in the top ten? Yeah. Roman. Yes. John Cena. Yes. You say yes, E. Let's go and throw more of this. We can get a hot ten. Okay. What about um? Charlotte Flair. Is that too high? Not yet. Okay. Um, CM Punk? That'll be a no for me. Okay. I guess it'll be majority. He, he's on mine, so yeah, let's put on there. I think we okay. can... If we, I, I mean, I'm, if we look through the list how many times at least two of us have somebody, I think that would be a, a great top ten. So I'll say, yeah, just, just CM Punk. Okay. So then we have, five. we have five names so far. Okay, so then that would be Kenny Omega because me and Rhodesia had Kenny on there. Shawn Michaels, uh, Kurt Hogan. Angle. Yeah, Hogan. Hogan, Hogan and Kurt Angle. And we 
Is that is that ten? We have one more. We got one more. Yeah, I have a suggestion. Who? No. No, no, goddamn. Victor. <laughs> Victor's. I'm saying Connor. Connor, Finer, Victor, Liquor. I don't. Trash. All right, if, if for the last one, let's do a current one. Just, just for the hits and giggles, let's do it. We well, you know Rodish and I both have Sasha Banks on our. On okay, our well, I had Sasha on there too. Remember, I had her at number oh, twenty. Actually, there we go. So that's that's the so it's you have, right there. Yeah. Well, all right. We so Bianca, we all had Bianca higher though. I did not. I did not have Bianca on my list at all. We so you can coin, coin flip between Bianca and Sasha. Well, Sasha, since all three of us had her, right? No, nope, I never. I didn't have. Yeah, Rodish didn't have Sasha. You didn't have Sasha. But you, but you no. two had Bianca, right? Yep, at thirteen and fourteen. Go, go Bianca. Go Bianca. Go She's Bianca over Charlotte. Yeah, she she is generational. Well, I don't think either one of you had Charlotte. I did. At okay. my eleven. Yeah, she had so one there. Yep, so we got two out of ten females. But okay, so now we have so eleven. So goddamn people boring right now. Oh. That's fine. We all had one extra person. There goes. Sounds good. Sounds all right, so right, right, real quick, Rudy, run down our top eleven as a TFW podcast. We have Austin, Rock, Roman, John Cena, CM Punk, Kenny Omega. Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Hogan, Bianca, and Charlotte Flair. Hey, Not bad at all. 10, our top 10 is really 11. I'll take that. Yeah, that's really I good. I will take that. That was, that was a good list. So you guys that are listening, of course, get down with us. Give us your top 10 or top 20 list. Uh, it's your favorite of all time. Send it to us, and we'll go over it on our next podcast that we do that's live. That should be fun. Maybe that's something that we can do uh, – like I got a plan for that. So yes, send us the list. Mm-hmm. And we'll go over. It. All right. Anything else y'all got, or are we we out of here? We wrapping. Just plugging the socials. All right. TFW. That's F and W on X slash Twitter on Instagram, YouTube. That's freaking wrestling. We are all over the place. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Get down with us. All right. Best kept secret in pro wrestling podcast. That's freaking wrestling. We will see you guys next time. Peace.